Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things spiritual, well-being, a little bit of hippy-dippy stuff at a 101 level. So if you've ever wondered, uh, <laughs> that's my really wonderful uh, <laughs> sound engineer in here. <laughs> That's what's fun about doing um, a show in a studio in the middle of a lobby in a hotel. It's tons of fun. Um, so anyway, so this podcast is a 101 level about spirituality and wellness. And if you've ever wondered like what a root chakra is or what it means to have a block chakra or about crystals, like what kind of crystals help you heal versus give you energy, then this podcast is for you. The universe led you here for a reason. So thank you for joining me. I'm Michelle Schoenfeld, a master energy healer and reformed couture-aholic doing my podcast in the Eaton Workshop in downtown Washington, D.C. So welcome and thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to do a little recap of last week for those of you who did not hear um, because last week ties into this week. And very often I have a guest on the show, which is a lot of fun. But for this particular thing, I didn't just because I have a lot of information that I want to get out there. So last week we talked about lightworkers and empaths. I very often get asked about that. I happen to be both. And a lot of you listening to this podcast, if you're not already aware of the fact that you're an empath or a lightworker, you may be one and you're just not awake to it yet. So let me do a quick little recap. Um, lightworkers are basically just somebody who um, has so much light inside them and they shine it out on everyone around them. You know these people because they make you feel good to be around them and they're nice and sparkly. It doesn't mean that they're always on 100%. It just means that they have this energy you can't put your finger on. It's the kind of person you want to be around. Um, often they're celebrities. A lot of times celebrities are lightworkers because they do have this light that's contagious. And their purpose, purpose of a light worker, is to help raise the vibration of the earth, to help make people happy, make people feel good, and to share that. So a lot of times, those kind of people end up being famous. Uh, it also, though, could be you know your hairdresser. It could be the person who lives next door to you. It doesn't mean that you have to be. Very often, light workers are healers. They're spiritual teachers. Um, but one thing that's interesting is that you're not really born knowing that. When we forget through the birthing pro process. And often the wake up call to know that you're a light worker, or maybe you didn't really know the term for it, but something changed in your life. And all of a sudden you felt like you're living a different life in a good way, in a happy way. In a you wanna help people, you wanna spread light, you wanna do good things. So that's called the awakening. And oftentimes something tragic happens, something traumatic happens, an illness. It doesn't have to be, but usually it's something that happens that helps you wake up and come into tune with your gifts and um, and what it is to be a light worker. Very often, light workers are also mediums and psychics and clairvoyants, uh, but they could just be somebody who doesn't even talk about it and just likes to help people and do good things. Um, one thing that's great about light workers, though, compared to other um, like empaths and, and star seeds, we're going to cover later, is that their common objective, whether you're healing light worker or the different kinds out there is you help people dig through their own shadows. You as a light worker, part of our role, part of your role is you don't just make people feel better, but you teach them how to make themselves feel better. You teach them how to tap into their own light because we all have it. Whether you're a light worker or an empath or a starseed or anything else like that or 
It doesn't matter. You have light. We are all made of energy. We all have that internal light. And so lightworkers will help you learn how to tap into it, how to find it. And that's really, really important in life, especially when you're going through difficult situations, to learn how to find your own energy and heal yourself and not, um, you know, turn to drugs or uh, addiction or shopping or um, just having to always be doing something and not wanting to be alone because those are all kind of like band-aids. If you can learn how to tap into your own light, then you can always find a way to feel good no matter what you're doing and what situation you're going through. So anyway, so that's Lightworker. There's a lot more to it. Tune into last week if you want to know more. And the other thing we covered last week was an empath. And an empath is a person who has ability to feel the emotion of others. And again, there's a lot of different kinds of empaths. There's um, healing empaths, emotional empaths, there's intuitive empaths, there's empaths that deal with animals. That, you know, the kind of person, um, you know, like in the cartoon Snow White where all the animals are just coming up to her. Well, if she was a real person, she would be probably an animal empath. Um, So healing empaths um, are, I don't want to say one of the most common, but there's a lot of healing empaths out there. And it's different than a light worker in that it actually can help you heal. They don't necessarily teach you how to heal, but they can help you heal. But the problem with that is, is that oftentimes they take your pain onto themselves, right? So an empath is somebody who feels other people's emotion as it's happening to them. And it doesn't matter if it's real or if it's on TV. You can be, an empath can be watching a movie and there's a violent situation. I don't even wanna say what it is because for me, it will make me feel that way. Um, You know, you see something happening that's horrible and you feel the pain of the person who's going through it, even if it's an actor or an actress, it doesn't matter because you're seeing something and you feel it. So it's the same if, if you're literally driving down the road and you see a car accident, or if you see um, you know, somebody yelling at their girlfriend, or you see somebody spanking their child, or you watch the news and hear horrible things that are going on either in your city or around the world, an empath will take that on and feel it, feel it as real. Um, and it takes a while as an empath to learn how to control that, how to kind of buffer yourself a little bit, not close yourself out from the outside world, but kind of buffer yourself from bringing on that energy of other people. Um, and it's, it definitely takes a while, which is why often um, empaths that are not trained or are not awake yet end up in abusive relationships, they end up having addictions, um, and often do not wanna be in crowds of people, so they tend to be a little bit of a loner because they just haven't learned. But once you learn, it's a really wonderful thing. If you've ever been told that you're too sensitive, first of all, I want to tell you right now that is not true. There's no such thing as too sensitive. Sensitivity is a wonderful thing. It means that you love. It means that you feel. So it's learning how to um, control that sensitivity. So if you feel like you're too sensitive, don't worry about it. You probably are an empath. There's lots of people out there who are. But don't ever think that you're too sensitive. Never, ever, ever think that you have to get over it or you're just being sensitive. It is an important thing. It's something that you can learn to control to some degree, of course, but it just means that you're highly evolved and that you're really, really sensitive. And um, I mean, sorry, that you're really full of love and full and compassionate and understanding. And you're probably the kind of person who will sacrifice your own happiness sometimes to make other people happy. You're the kind of person who um, can spot lies in other people, but overlook them because you see the good in them. And oftentimes an empath will um, develop an illness if you don't learn how to clear this, right? Because you're bringing on all this emotion and all this healing from other people, which is such a wonderful gift. 
But if you don't learn how to clear it, you can get sick. So really easy ways without going back into last week's show entirely is learn how to meditate. Learn how to go for a walk in nature and put your hand on a tree and clear your energy. Um, salt baths. Epsom salt baths are wonderful for anybody. You don't have to be an empath or a light worker or a star seed or any of these terms. Don't worry about labels. Uh, but for anybody, if you're feeling your energy's off, you have a lot of anxiety, take an Epsom salt bath. You can buy it at any grocery store or drugstore, put a couple cups in a warm bath and just soak in it for a little while and you will feel it neutralize your energy and make you feel a little bit more balanced. So anyway, so that was what we talked about last week. We talked about empaths and uh, we talked about um, light workers. So this week, I wanna talk about star seeds and earth angels. So star seeds, again, like light workers, are an older soul. And if you've heard this term before, great. And if you haven't, you can Google it and get so much really great information. Of course, there's a lot of BS out there, but there's a lot of really great information. And anytime I say Google something, I want you to just read what resonates with you. You'll know immediately. If you look at a site and you're like, wow, this makes sense, it's the right site. If you read it and you're like, this sounds like crazy talk, then it's probably not the right one for you. So just read what resonates. There's some really, really great information out there. And the reason I say go to the internet as well, um, besides the fact this is a 101 level, so we're just doing the basics, there's so much more to every topic I talk about, but is that often, we can feel alone, right? We're so important, it seems like in society, through social media and just being, you know, the year it is, the time that we're living in, to fit in. We're not taught to be ourselves, to be celebrated as unique and different. And we're getting there. It's definitely getting better than it was 10 years or 20 years ago, but we still feel that need sometimes to fit in and look a certain way and wear certain clothes and have certain hair and do certain things. And so when you start to realize things about yourself that are different, because maybe you do feel too sensitive or you have knowings or you read people's energy in a way, you walk into a room and you don't wanna be there, or just things that might happen, premonitions, any little thing that you have that you don't really talk about, it can sometimes make you feel lonely or make you feel different. And pretty much anybody who's going through a spiritual awakening but isn't there yet has felt different or like they don't belong. at some point in their life. A lot of times as children, um, if you felt like you didn't belong or you were different or something just wasn't right or what was the purpose of life, then you probably just weren't awake yet. But it can be really lonely, right? When everybody else seems to be the same and they know what they wanna do and they fit in and they're doing all these great things and you don't, either you're not invited or you don't feel like you wanna go anyway. So that's why I say go to the internet because there's huge, huge communities of people who feel the same as you do and you can find your soul tribe. You know, they say your vibe attracts your tribe. Or your, yes, your vibe attracts your tribe. And it's so true. Um, I love Instagram. I'm obsessed with Instagram for that exact reason. I follow a whole bunch of healing energy tools I love. I used to love Jane the Lightworker. I don't um, follow her stuff so much anymore, not for any reason. It just doesn't resonate with me anymore. But she's a good one. And there's just so many um, sites out there of people who are really, really positive, who are putting out great content on pretty much all the topics I talk about. So anyway, I'll get off that soapbox and move back to starseed. So starseeds, again, are very old souls, highly evolved from higher dimensions um, that have chosen to reincarnate in this life on earth, of course. Um, we're human, but an old, old soul that's choosing to have this experience. And often starseeds will, at some point in their life, start to remember past lives. 
they'll start to have deja vu of lengths of something. And really what that is, is triggers to past life experiences. Um, when they start to become awakened in this life, because again, starseeds, you know, we're born just little children, have no idea what a starseed is or who you are. And some at some point in your life that was predetermined before your birth, you chose to come into this world, to have this life, and when your wake up call is going to be. And that can be for a lot of different reasons. Um, it can be because there's something you need to experience. A lot of times for star seeds, it's difficult with when you're new with the energy on in earth, this negative energy and this toxic energy and things that just don't feel right, this low vibrating energy of commercialism and so and just so much stuff. So um, star seeds, once they start to remember and remember their light, that's when all the gifts come out. So for whatever reason, before you're born, <laughs> star seeds have chosen everything that's happening in their life up until their awakening. So if they've gone through trauma or illness or difficult times or whatever it is, those are things they chose to experience it, to experience that human emotion, to experience the pain and the love and the joy and the heartache, all those emotions. Because once you experience them, then you feel it, you can help other people. And that's again, the role of a starseed is to help other people. Um, they want to help pave the way for other people to wake up and to ascend and to live their best lives and to remember all this really great stuff that is in their soul from past life experiences. Often starseeds also are clairvoyant, they might channel, um, they like to do readings for people. It doesn't mean that they do it for money. It's not like the little sign in the window saying psychic $5 or tarot card. I mean, it could be, but that's not usually what it is. It's usually people who just want to help the people around them. And it could be a spiritual teacher. It could be somebody like me with a podcast. It can be somebody who's selling videos online, but very often it is just a regular person who maybe is in your friend group or that you know, who just likes to help people and likes to help them wake up. Um, but you can't ever as a starseed wake somebody up because that's not your role, right? Only you yourself can wake up when it's time. But when people start asking questions and they start having the interest, then that's when the starseeds jump in. Um, they're just so full of light. They vibrate really high. They choose to walk in light and love once they wake up. So very often, if you've ever known somebody, and to be honest, I fit into this category. When you know, I do my opening, I joke I was a former couture-holic. I've had a lot of different things in my life. I grew up definitely a poor little hippie kid. And I'm gonna digress there for a minute. Um, and tell a story. So I, I was a poor little hippie kid. My mom um, was a hippie. She was going through college. We briefly lived in a commune situation. And you know, it was in the free hot lunch program and we had incense and all that kind of stuff. So I would tell her things about people that hadn't happened yet. Well, of course, I didn't remember that as an adult, but these are things I did as a child. But what I do remember is going to kindergarten and the school I was going to, you had to take a test. And I was very artsy, I was very detailed. I was four years old when I went to kindergarten. I was smart early on, I don't know what happened later, but. <laughs> um, so I knew my numbers, I knew how to read a little bit. I, I drew very detailed drawings. I could draw cats with little whiskers and window panes with curtains and houses. But when it came to drawing people, and I think I was supposed to draw my family, I drew people as balls of light and with like streams of light shooting out. There was no faces, there's just these balls of light and when the teacher, or the test administrator came over and asked me about them, I said, oh, this is so-and-so. And I could tell them who every person was because I drew them as how I see them 
in their light form because we all are made of light, right? So I saw people, I saw their auras, but I saw them as light because I was still young enough that I didn't realize that that wasn't normal. It's not usually until we're shamed at some point, um, either you know by teachers or parents or our peers, that the things we do are weird that we stop doing them. So for me, at least at four years old, I was still drawing people as these balls of light and talking about auras and stuff like that. So again, I didn't even know what a star seed was. And you know, fast forward 20, 30 years when I had my awakening and I got curious and then all of a sudden my gifts came through. I am an intuitive, I am a healer. There's a lot of different things that I can do. I'm, I ascend, I connect, um, I can access the Akashic records, things like that. But these were things that I would have thought was crazy 10 years ago because I wasn't awake. Um, again, Akashic Records will be another show. So if you're wondering, go ahead and look it up or stay tuned for the next show. <laughs> so back to, to Starseeds. So Starseeds are amazing. They're here to have life experience of service. And what makes Starseeds tick is helping other people. It's shining light and shining love and living in light. And so I'm gonna bring this back full circle to before I digressed about my story of drawing light people. <laughs> is that for me, so I had this like poor childhood. It was really tough. I was teased a lot, had, you know, hand-me-down clothes and things from Goodwill. Always happy though, always happy. Made fairy forts, loved science fiction, drew planets, drew people flying around planets, all this crazy stuff that made me kind of weird and awkward. And then once I got to high school, I realized that I wanted a different life. I wanted the life of mainstream. I thought that would make me happy. And so I did it. I was a cheerleader, varsity soccer, as soon as I got to college, I recreated myself, did the sorority thing, um, you know, it was married, big house, beautiful life. Actually, I, I really had a very, very nice adult life up until I got sick, up until my cancer. And then that was my awakening. So although I had a lot of nice things on paper um, and it was a very, you know, abundant life monetarily and um, I have two beautiful children and definitely some happy times, it wasn't anything that was fulfilling to me outside these children were wonderful. It wasn't fulfilling my every day of what I was doing. I was always looking for a new charity. I was always looking to help new people. I was involved with animal charities and abuse charities and cancer charities, but I wasn't using my light and my love to help people. I was using money and influence, which is great, no question, but my true calling is to use my light and my love. And that all came with my awakening, which came through my cancer, stage three cancer, uh, you know, second round of chemo, passing out the floor. I worked with a hypnotherapist. It was a long road once I woke up to figure out how to use my gifts, how to not be scared, but also to realize that this is real. This is legit. Like we know this thing, these things scientifically, we can prove a lot of this, but I was coming from a very skeptical background of, um, you know, how can this be real? But it is, and it feels really good. So as a star seed, <laughs> I know I'm all over the place today because I'm so passionate about these topics and I very rarely talk about it so openly. Um, I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one work on this kind of stuff, but I don't normally talk about it so openly. So light uh, star seeds and light workers too feel fulfilled when they are shedding love and shedding light and sharing that with the people around them. They want to make people feel good. So that is a little one-on-one on a star seed. And now we're gonna switch over to Earth Angel. So Earth Angel, again, is an older soul from a higher dimension. And I kind of like to think of it of the top of the umbrella. So if the Earth Angel's at the top, and then it kind of is, kind of like has this nice kind of umbrella effect over um, light workers and 
star seeds and empaths and all sorts of other really wonderful, loving, spiritual um, labels, which I hate to give labels. We'll talk about that later. So Earth Angels, older soul, higher dimension, again, choose to incarnate into this life. So Earth Angels are here. They're wonderful. They're the people who just kind of pop into your life maybe for a moment. You know, maybe something horrible is happening. You're at the airport. You missed your flight. You lost your luggage. You left your purse in the bathroom. And then all of a sudden somebody shows up and they're like, oh, is this yours? And your purse is there with all your money and your luggage is not like that person is an earth angel. Um, they're real people, you know, it's, it's just they happen to always do good things like that. My mom, who's blind, you know, has several times been in snowstorms in Madison, Wisconsin. And when you're blind, try to cross the street, right? Because you need your cane to find your way. And if it's snowing, everything feels the same. You can't tell the difference between the street and the sidewalk and the grass because it's all snow. And people will just kind of come out of nowhere and help her. And she always called those her angels. Uh, but really, they fall under the label of an earth angel. So earth angels are connected to higher guidance and, and light. Often when they're born, like little kids, um, if you have a child who this fits the category, maybe you as a child were, you know, felt like this, just not feeling like you belong, um, like really not feeling like you belong. Like everything here just feels weird and different. And also really liking science fiction, loving seeing movies with like planets and different things and beautiful lights and stars, um, you know, maybe loving laying in your grass or on the driveway and looking up and seeing the stars and just feeling so good and so connected. Um, that definitely, those are like minor signs, but minor signs of being a, an earth angel. They're also, earth angels are deeply protective and compassionate about their loved ones, about humanity, about all humankind and animals. Very often earth angels are also um, vegetarian or vegan because they just can't bear to harm an animal. To, to kill and take the life of an animal just to eat it is something that earth angels can't usually do. Doesn't mean they don't always and it doesn't, you know, but for the most part, they just feel so connected to energy of every living being that they just can't physically um, cause harm. To, it, it feels like torture. Uh, to an animal that they, they just can't, they just can't do that. Um, and they also uh, learn. So earth angels, I mean, because they're human and they have these really wonderful gifts of bringing love and light and helping people in really impactful ways. That's the really great thing. Like earth angels, they help um, the world. They help create powerful, positive change. So the people that you know, like uh, I'm not going to name drop because you know I do live in DC and people know, but I have a couple of friends who I am pretty sure are earth angels, whether they know it or not, because they're doing, they are sacrificing things in their life to create powerful, positive change in this world. And that is just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And we all know those people, right? And it doesn't, and sometimes they are politicians. Sometimes they're a politician who are dedicated to creating powerful, positive change and raising the vibration of the earth. Um, but that doesn't mean that politicians are earth angels by any means, because a lot of times um, they have agendas and that, that shouldn't be confused. I also talk about this positive energy, right? When you come across a light worker or a star seed or earth angel and you feel that light from them, you wanna be around them because they feel good, they make you feel good, they make you feel empowered. That's when you can tell because you feel that. It doesn't mean that everybody who has good energy and is happy is an earth angel or a star seed. Um, there's so many wonderful people out there and I don't want anybody to get hung up on any of these labels. The reason that there are these words to them though is because if you're feeling like this, because as I said, a lot of times, you know, you chose this life 
you're born into it. All these things happen to you for a reason, but you don't know why. And you don't feel, like I said, like you belong or you don't know your life's purpose. So you're feeling a little lost or a little empty or a little confused or anxious. That if anything I'm saying resonates with you, then I want you to go to the internet or DM me on Instagram. It's Michelle Schoenfeld official, or you can send me an email. It's Michelle at MichelleSchoenfeld.com. I'll answer it for you, but there's books on this. There's websites on this. If anything I'm saying resonates with you, I want you to go find it for yourself because it's a really, really beautiful thing. And it doesn't mean you're too sensitive and it doesn't mean that you're not here for a reason because every single one of you who are listening to this podcast, we're born for a reason, you're worthy, your life has purpose, and if you're not feeling it, that's okay, but go find it because it is just waiting for you. It is waiting. And that is one of the tips that I definitely wanna give. So if any things we just talked about, the light worker, the empath, the star seed, the earth angel resonates, any of those different things resonate with you, um, then some tips are focus on what you're curious about. What makes you feel like excited to read about it and look it up, focus on that and go with the path of least resistance. So don't worry about what you should do or what you think or what other people are telling you. Think about like what lights your soul on fire? What makes you happy? What makes you feel good? What are the topics I'm talking about or the topics that you read from learning about these things feel interesting and feel real like, wow, this is exactly how you feel. So that's why, this, the only reason I'm even going over these labels, I don't want you to get hung up on it because whether you're a star seed or an empath or a light worker or earth angel or anything else out there, they're all very, very common. Um, they're very common in that something's gonna happen to wake you up if you're not already. You're here to help people. You're here to share love and energy and to raise the collective vibration of the earth and the people around you. And you don't have to worry about if you're doing something really big um, you know, I'm, I'm teaching in Turkey. I have this podcast that's still kind of small potatoes compared to what some people do, but it's also really big, you know, to maybe somebody who only talks to the people on their block, but there's no judgment. Nothing is better or worse. Everybody has a different role. So maybe your role is really just the two or three best friends that you have to help them grow in their life or the random person on the subway or the person who gives you your coffee in the morning, maybe just giving them a smile and asking them about their day is gonna be enough to raise their vibration and make them feel good. Don't worry about what you're doing with your life, just do what feels good. Um, and don't worry about the labels. And whenever you are feeling off balance or off energy, um, or feeling like too sensitive as we talked about earlier, go ahead and do something to help someone. Do something um, to, to make somebody else feel good. It can be anonymous, it can be intentional, or as I mentioned, go take a walk in nature, go take a bath with Epsom salts, um, be alone, cancel your plans, don't go out for a couple of days and just kind of circle your wagons. Um, there's so many different things that you can do, but it's different for everyone. And of course, I always say meditate. Meditate is so, so important. It doesn't have to be the traditional ways of being quiet <laughs> in a room for 20 minutes and clearing your mind, because for most of us, that's not realistic, right? We have all these browsers open. Um, but it can be as simple as just closing your eyes, visualizing roots coming out of your feet, going into the ground. And as those roots go into the ground, so thirsty, like a tree searching for groundwater, like going down, 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 they tap into that really beautiful earth energy and just visualize this beautiful golden energy coming up those roots and filling your body until your entire body is gold. And just 
whatever visualization works for you with this grounding, this really beautiful grounding. And not only will you get beautiful balancing energy from the earth, I know this sounds a little out there, but it will work, I promise you. The same thing will happen if you go put your hands on a tree and close your eyes and feel that energy. Visualize roots from your hands going into that tree and connecting. Um, not only does it help you, but it helps the earth. It helps the world. It helps everybody. So, and there's nothing to lose. So if you, if, like I said, if, if you believe this, if you do it, great. And if you think I'm nuts, just try it. You have nothing to lose. Nothing bad's gonna happen. So I did a little teaser for those of you who follow me on Instagram. I'm gonna get to it quickly before we run out of time. Um, I did a little teaser about a story I had in North Carolina this week and it involves judgment, right? That's a word that is very heavily loaded. Judgment is rarely, if ever, good. You wanna have good judgment when it comes to decision-making, but that's about it. The judgment I'm talking about is when we judge others. We judge how they look, you know, what they're doing, how they're living their life, just that judgment that's just not appropriate. There's no room for judgment. We should never ever judge other people in the decisions they make or how they look or anything like that. That's low vibrating energy. And when you do that, you're bringing down your level, whether you know it or not, and you're gonna attract other low vibrating situations and energy. So here's my judgment story. I was in North Carolina this week. I was the little barrier island called Holden Beach. I have a house down there. I love it. It's kind of my oasis, very quiet, and it's off season. So it's nicknamed the Redneck Riviera. I hate to say that, but that's the true name. Um, you know, pickup trucks and fishing poles and very uh, large people, lots of tattoos. And I'm only saying this on purpose because this is how my mind was being judgy and I didn't mean it to be. I was walking down the beach. It was quiet. It was a Saturday night, 7.30. Who's on the beach at 7.30 on a Saturday night? And I see this very large woman in like oversized t-shirts, short, kind of messy hair, lots of tattoos, random tattoos. Um, not beautiful art, just like random tattoos. And shorts kind of run and stumble down the beach and throw herself, literally throw herself into a wave. And my best friend said to me, you weren't actually being judgmental, I know you. You were trying to figure out her story. And the truth is, I probably really was trying to figure out her story. But, so I did think though, why is she swimming in her clothes? Like, what is going on with this woman? And there you go, what's her story? Why is she swimming in her clothes? And like, she literally threw herself into this wave. So as I'm thinking this, I'm getting closer, I walk by her, and, I, and she's walking out of the water now, and her clothes are completely see-through. I can see her underwear, and she slicks back her hair. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> it's a quiet beach. Nobody's gonna see her. That's totally what goes on here. And she yells, she's like, oh, sorry about that. I'm an empath and I had to clear the shit from the day. And I was like, what? Like, certainly I did not hear what I thought I heard. And she's like, I said, what? Like, I literally said, and she's like, oh, sorry, I'm an empath. And I had such a hard day and there was so much crazy energy that stuck to me. I tried swimming in my pool, but I just couldn't clear that shit. I had to throw myself into the ocean because only the salt water can really clear that energy when you're an empath. And I literally stood there and I think my jaw fell open. I was like, oh my gosh, this woman who I just saw, who totally looked like this big, you know, whatever, I'm not gonna even say it, is telling me about being an empath and having to clear energy in the salt water, which is like my jam, which is I write about and I talk about. And I just got this big smile and I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Yes, I'm an empath too. You're right. Sometimes only the salt water works. And she's like, well, not only am I empath, but I'm a portal. And we just went through the lion's gate and I have been attracting all sorts of weirdos that are telling me all their stories and putting all their stuff on me. And I know that's my role to help them. So I do. But let me tell you, at the end of the day, I got to clear that shit or I can't sleep. And it was a very funny story because... 
I'm just looking at this woman going, never in a million years in this small little redneck kind of town in North Carolina with this big woman in her clothes with tattoos everywhere, would I thought that she would talk to me about being an empath and a portal. And it's, I'm saying that because I think it was a beautiful story of we can't judge. There is no right or wrong. It doesn't mean like, you know, we see people who are spiritual workers and who are doing yoga and who are do, and we have this image that we think they have to fit into, but that's not true. There's 200 million, they, the, the latest study on, on one of the sites that I'm part of um, through Gaia, which is really beautiful. Is there's over 200 million light workers on this planet already. We come in all shapes and sizes, all colors, all socioeconomic backgrounds, and it's such a beautiful thing. And if we can just all come together and help each other grow and be less judgmental and be just kinder to our fellow humans and not let politics get in the way, not let our presidents and our leaders and uh, you know our news outlets get in the way of loving each other and i you know i like to say to people who i'm spiritual the more kind of older soul you are the more spiritual you are usually versus religious but if you're religious and you're listening to this then we're supposed to all be created equal right we're supposed to love our neighbor there's a lot of validity the 10 commandments are basically in almost every religion, not just Christianity, there's some form or another of those 10 commandments, that old, old, Old Testament stuff, whether it's in Judaism or if you're Muslim, they're very similar components of that we're supposed to love each other. Um, so that is my show for today. It's a little bit non-traditional once again, but I wanted to go over all those topics. I hope you found it interesting. Please DM me if you have questions. And I love to answer things online or on air as well. So if you have a relationship question, if you're in a relationship with an empath or a light worker, or maybe you are very awake and you're in a partnership with somebody who is not, or you wanna talk about alkaline diets, you wanna talk about veganism, about crystals, anything, chakras, um, or Turkey, I'm heading back to Turkey soon and I love, I love talking about that as well. So send me your questions, I'll answer them on air. Once again, I'm Michelle Schoenfeld, and this podcast was You Lost Me at Namaste. So have a great week. Love to you all. Namaste.